Welcome back to the Vinland Chronicles, a Vinland Saga podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ron. My name's Chad. Today we are here to cover Season 1, Episode 18, Out of the Cradle. And it's out of the cradle and into the grave. Sorry, I'm in a singing mood. You were talking Is that about Johnny Cash. I don't think that was a song. Oh, I thought you were singing a rendition. Something about there's a song that talks about the cradle and then a grave. I think though. Okay, don't know it. Um, and then we'll be together then, Dad. I know we'll have a good time then. Don't know it. You don't know that one. I don't know what it is either, but uh. I feel like I heard it in my dad's car one time. Anyways, what did you think of this episode, Chad? Favorite episode of the show so far. Whoa! Banger, banger, banger. I mean, I it was a good episode. Don't get me wrong. It was a good episode. I just don't like you saying that because it was such a Canute-centric episode. And that was why it's my favorite. That and was why it's my favorite. was. Um, uh, because he's balling this. This is just such a good episode, Ron. He's a crazy person. I want you to know that just out of the front. I mean, he's going to have some great moments this episode. I like this episode. I like this turn for his character. But I need you to know, going into it, he's a crazy person. Ronnie, something you need to understand, you got to be a little crazy to be in control of people like I, that. Hey, I'm not going to argue with that. Okay. That makes I'm sense I'm just glad you me. know it. I'm glad you know it. I mean, it takes a lot. It takes a little bit of craziness to agree to be in charge of a bunch of people. Especially people like this. Especially people like yeah. this, yeah. I agree. Let's hop on in. What do you say? Let's do it. Because we open. So on... you wouldn't say it's your favorite episode of the show so far? Mm-hmm. I'd like your opinion on that. Hmm. I mean, that's fine if it's not. I yeah, totally uh, I understand. Mean, just let me think. Let me think of uh, some moments that stick out to me. I mean, the Thors, uh, when they get captured by Asklad the first time, that one sticks out to me. Um, I'm trying to think of some, I mean, this one's up there. Don't give me, when I was watching it, I went, oh wow, this is a really good episode. This is a special episode. I just went into it also knowing, God, this one's going to be Chad's favorite because Canute has some good moments and he's going to do that just to annoy me. <laughs> no, no, no. This legitimately is one of my, I was actually excited for this episode. It was one of those where I thought we could watch it together, but I'm like, ah, oh, we'll watch a couple together later right. on. But, and are you, do you promise that? Or are you just saying that? No, we really will. Okay. Yeah. It's just you've been saying that for like three or four episodes now, which is fine. I've been fine. I've been very brave watching them by myself. Haven't needed well, yeah. you. Just I was hoping you weren't scared or anything. No, I wasn't scared. I was so brave. Um, We open up on Thorfinn, barely missing a swing from Thorkell. And Thorfinn is focusing hard on dodging. As long as he focuses on that, it doesn't matter what weapons Thorkell uses... He's going to slide right on by. He He's obviously way smaller than Thor. He's way smaller than the average person. But he's just so damn quick that it does not matter. He's smaller than me. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, he's starting to get some hype from the boys, and that gets me hyped. Anytime yeah. the boys collectively come together and cheer for an underdog, that's just that's what it's all about. And they're, I mean, they're just shocked by Thorfinn's quickness and ability to actually provide a yeah. good fight. And the boys is Thorkell's boys. Yeah. That's, that's who it is. That's what's awesome about it. And the idea, I mean, they probably have never even seen Thorkell in a good fight. So the fact that this kid's getting, <laughs> yeah. being able to provide it. Now, he does have a problem because he can't cut Thorkell because the dude is wearing chainmail under his winter garb, which sounds so uncomfy. I, how does he do it, man? 
so uncomfy. And I guess, I mean, it took me a second to really look at him. I guess they're all doing that. Well, maybe. He kind of sounded like it was a shocker to him that he was doing it. Yeah, but it's just if anyone would not be wearing chainmail, it seems like it would be Thorkel. Think about how often he wears chainmail and doesn't need it. Right, right, right. Maybe he's just expecting, you know, a surprise attack or something. And I'm also thinking, don't you... Well, maybe not. See, to me, armor always seems like it's a little bit loose. Like, to me, it would make more sense to wear your winter garb underneath your armor. Mm, Nah. I don't think so. Do you have any takes other than just making an annoying no no noise or... Nah. I mean, we can leave it at that because I'm totally cool calm collected it doesn't even bother me but it you know made some uh, listeners angry because they're like wow that was so unlikable of him yeah Thorkel is impressed that Thorfinn isn't afraid of the axe and says you're just like Thor's to which Thorfinn asks who are you to my father Thorkel's insulted he never came up in conversation yeah. I mean that is tough he goes I'm actually his father what if you just said something stupid like that? I would have loved to know what Thor said about Thorkel. I mean, I imagine it's something along the lines of like one of the strongest guys I know, but just a little too crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's likes a little... to fight and kill a little too much. Uh, Thorfinn says his father came from a jarl. Do you know what a jarl is, Chad? Yes. Did I've you actually... know it because you looked it up, or did you know it? Um, Be- tell the truth. Well, I did look it up and I've kind of forgotten, so I'm going to yep. look it up again. I mean, I've got it on my notes if you don't want to look it okay, up. Okay, no, you go, go for it. I mean, I did the work. It was my episode. I just wanted to know if you knew. Uh, I can't remember it precisely. Take your best guess. A Jarl is someone born in Yamsburg. Uh, kind of close. A Norse or Danish chief. Danish chief. Ooh, okay. Um, Thorkel says, no, you're wrong. Helga is the one from a draw. He knows my girl Helga too. Now that, that was kind of surprising because Thorkel seems like the kind of guy who would not care one iota about some of his boys' wives. I guess it was specifically because she was the daughter of a Jarl. Yeah, that's what I'm, he probably knows the, her father or whatever, and it's like, oh, that guy's a badass. Well, also this, he probably, like, he openly admits that Thor's is the only one stronger than him, so Thorkel might have been right neck and neck. Like, he might have been the one that was going to marry Helga until oh. it was decided that Thor's was stronger. Okay, yeah. Because I'm imagining it was some sort of arranged situation. Right, and, um, but that, I mean... That just says a lot about Thorfinn, though. The fact that he's got his father's blood, but also the blood of a Jarl. That's true. Come on. Yeah. Even if that's not a big deal, it sounds like it is. Right. I mean, it's got to be a big deal, the way he talks about it, or both of them. Right. Um, Now, Thor's, he just rose through the ranks because of his skills with the sword. Thor- By the way, that's how mating and reproduction should be. You should oh, be. Oh boy, be careful. Go ahead. You, if you are the strongest warrior of them all, you should be mating with someone that has the bloodline of the also a very strong warrior. 
That's just how it should. You want to produce the best off, offspring possible. You don't want to be mating with, say, per se, uh, the ears child, like the ears daughter. Whoa. I don't. I'm not so sure or, about that. Or the priest's daughter. Get, who would you rather? Who would you rather? Think have? about how good of eyesight your child would have. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Okay. Scratch the ear. <laughs> the priest's daughter. I mean, would you rather have the priest's daughter? High tolerance to alcohol. Oh, that's another good one. See, man, I'm a, okay. I'm the flip side tough. of a coin kind of guy because I am not the son of a jarl, so I'm always looking for ways to make myself sound a little better. Hmm. Okay. The. The mm-hmm. young prince earlier in the season that had the crown on. Right, that. yeah, maybe don't get into that okay. bloodline. Yeah, right. But that guy might have been a, like the English version of the son of a jarl. So that once again kind of... Right, so it kind of... No bloodline it. is perfect. But you know why? Because the jarl chose a weak bloodline to mate with. Basically what you're trying to say is like, oh, you're all about bloodlines, blah, blah, blah. Pure blood is the kind of thing that you say. Right. Um blood doesn't always it doesn't always work out perfectly it doesn't but there's a better chance right like i wouldn't want like no offense to you but i wouldn't want yeah. to mate with like your daughter because i want my bloodline strong so right um i mean i've always been kind of you know adopt kind of guy dogs okay. you know pure yeah. bloods what are they called purebreds purebreds <laughs> What if we call dogs purebloods? That'd be weird. Uh, we just call them purebred. What? Because I guess they they're breeded, 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 breeded. Yeah. Interesting. Every dog is, has been come from bread. All right, we'll keep moving on here. Uh, yeah, Thorfinn is interested to hear this family history, which is kind of weird that he has not been given this before. I. What do you mean? Every time uh, there was a fire, there was. Yeah, they um, instead of like storm. actually teaching him about his own family, I guess like Thor's and Helga was just like, ah, oh, just send that drunk Leif Erikson up to tell him one of his fake stories again. Oh, I, I see what you're meaning now. I thought you meant with Thorkel. I'm like, oh well, every time he's talked to Thorkel, there's been a fire, there's been a oh war. no 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 yeah yeah I see what you're saying now. Um, yeah, I don't know if Thor's is just so he hates fighting and all that so much that he doesn't even mention it. It was definitely that. Like he yeah. just didn't want to even introduce uh he wanted to leave that part of his life behind, but it could be important. Uh Thorkel says if he wants to hear more, he has to entertain him some more. Thorfinn says he will entertain, but it will be hard to hold back enough that Thorkel can still oh. talk afterwards. And the gang finds this hilarious. Yeah, that's some good shit talk in there. When uh, one guy even chants multiple times, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. <laughs> this guy found the booze and hit it yeah. a little too hard. And I, he went a little too hard, like you said. So Thorkel, I think, kills him with the backside of an axe. It doesn't seem like that's something you take a hit to the noggin and you just have a little bump later on. Especially from him. I don't think that he, he doesn't strike me as a guy who knows his own strength very well. You're right. Thorkel says Thor's was stronger than me. Prove that you are his child. Askeladd can't believe that Thorfinn was stupid enough to come back yeah. here and die, but also wonders what happened to the prince. Thorkel, he obviously has a lot of respect for Thor's, but it, he also has, I, this is obviously Thor's son, that's why he's treating him like this, but Thorfinn is so good too that, I mean, that dumbass yelling, you're an idiot, him punching him and being like, no, he, I consider him a true warrior. 
unlike, right, right. unlike you fools. He's basically saying, I don't even consider my own men warriors. Oh, yeah, and he's going to basically say something along yeah. those lines here a little bit later. Um, now, I said this little note that I would definitely wanted your thoughts on, which I know you can't say too much, but I found very interesting. Uh, Askeladd wonders what happened to the prince. Now... I guess that he might still... I don't know what he's thinking what at mean? this point. If I'm Askeladd at that point, my last thought would have been the prince if what I understood he was using the prince for was the case. Because it seems like it would be all over now. He's got no more men. Thorkell's, for lack of a better word, you know, got him captured. Thorkell's going to take the prince. Askeladd can't use Prince Knut for what he's kind of been planning. You know what I mean? Yeah, it... I don't know if he actually... Unless Bjorn has him okay and they use the prince as some sort of leverage to get Askeladd back into Bjorn's hands. Yeah, I don't know if he's like... He doesn't genuinely care about him right here, right? I didn't think so, but that's why I thought it was an interesting thing. The only thing I can think of that makes sense is like leverage. Yeah. Like I'm... Thorkel won't kill me if Bjorn has the prince, you know, at knife point. There you go. Yeah. And says, hey... Like, I'll give you the prince if you give me Askeladd. Yeah, let's make yeah. a trade. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, Bjorn, he has gone absolutely berserk. We don't even see him yet. We can just hear him. <laughs> yeah. Canute is laid and out. we got beautiful Canute. Yeah, I mean, this is beautiful. His hair is perfectly messy. It's kind of annoying. He can hear the sounds of a battle, but still hasn't opened his eyes for who knows how long. Hey, open them, you coward. He's... Like, knocked out, right? No, okay, but that's fine, but he was on the back of the wagon or on the sled earlier, also with his eyes closed. There's been, like, two and a half episodes where he's not opened his eyes. Here's the thing. Have you ever... Tell me the last time you've been on a sled. I mean, a sled like that or just a sled in general? A sled like that. (laughs) Okay, a sled like that. It has been... When was the last time I was a Viking in medieval time? Never. Never, okay. Never. I've never been on a horse-drawn sled. Here's the thing about snow. Snow can, uh, you know, cushion the fall, but it does not. Yeah. It does not stop the fall from happening. So when you fall into the snow, you can still get knocked out easily, and Mm -hmm. that's why his eyes are closed. Well, also, when you're knocked out, though, you don't tend to, like, think about how you're hearing battle sounds and stuff like that because you're knocked out. And also, well, if you were listening to you've me never earlier, gotten okay. Hold on. And also, if you were listening to me earlier, I was talking about how his eyes were closed while he was on the sled. That was before he was thrown off the sled. So, making your point moot. I'll give you this: he's not knocked out, but he is dazed and confused, and that's something you haven't done very many um, athletic maneuvers before. Sometimes that happens when you hit your head. Right. Well, actually. You're right, I haven't done your athletic maneuvers where I'm left dazed and confused because I'm so athletic. I'm the one leaving you dazed and confused. No, I'm going against like such superior athletes. Like No, no, no. no. I'm so athletic, I am the Thorfinn where if I get knocked Mm. off of a sled, I do a backflip land in a superhero landing, whereas you're like, (laughs) this is you. For those of you that can't see, he's waving his arms like the wacky, inflatable, waving arm man. Yeah, I am. Oh, God, but his hair does look great. I'll give him that. Yep. He has a vision of Ragnar calling him. The egghead is eggier than ever. Man, it just... (laughs) It looks looks sharper here, does it not? 
I mean, it looks like he takes, uh, he compounds like two rocks to form it that way. Like he constantly rubs two rocks against it, the side of his head. So <laughs> it sculpts his head to be like that. It really does. It really does. Canute uh, has a moment where he thinks Ragnar is still alive, but then realizes he is too glowy and it's also like a dream. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute. You can't be just like, okay, I'm looking at it right now. He looks like, well, they're in the fog too. Okay. Picture this. It's nighttime. There's fog. And Ragnar looks like he ate the, what is it? The glow thing from, uh, God, what is that in SpongeBob? The glow thing. No, glow, he's at Glove World. Is Glove it only all light up at Glove World? Yeah. Yes. He looks like he is wearing Of course. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I told you about a dream that I had the other day that you guessed started in. Do you remember what it was? Oh, uh, it's just one of those were things. Were we in rock bottom? Was that it? No, I wish we were. Actually, I take that back. That would have been a nightmare. I don't remember. Rock, you said rock bottom. Yeah. If you had said glove world, that would have been. I mean, really think about it. What theme park, and this is a little behind the, uh, Scenes look of what the SpongeBob Chronicles will be like. Name a better clothing item that would make a good, better theme park than Glove World. Can't do it. Mitten Island. No, and I'll tell you exactly why. Glove World. Think about a glove as a roller coaster. What clothing item makes a better roller coaster than a glove? You got five drops. Five drops on a glove roller coaster. Well, you know it'd be awesome too. Uh, boxing gloves. People wearing that. Yeah. Well, that's actually that's confusing because it's kind of a mitten. Yeah, but they call them gloves. They do. So, so they they'd be in both parks. Um, Ragnar came to say goodbye. Canute can't believe he left him alone in this world and asks if Ragnar thinks that he can survive. Ragnar says no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, that was that was my own notes. I was about to say, Egghead does not. Yeah, say Ragnar that. does not say no, and say, he doesn't answer actually. Instead, because he knows that he wants to say, "You cannot live." Yeah. So instead, he just says, "I failed you, Canute." And uh, he okay, was, here's something interesting, Ronnie, and I want you to be that serious. With um, me. Okay, we're well, about to get to the nitty gritty of it. Let me take a minute to be dead serious. I, like I said, I hadn't seen season one in a long time. I'm ready. This was the most emotional I've gotten with Canute and Ragnar. Not like, oh, I'm going to start crying emotional. But it legitimately was made me feel something to where I was like, damn. I know we make fun of them, but this this actually hits a little bit. Yeah, no, this hit a little bit. And it hit so much that I still, like what Ragnar was saying, I still don't think to be true. He even went more wrong than he will lead on. Okay. Because he says... I was supposed to raise you as a jarl, but instead I ro- or raised you as a normal child. Now, I mean, I think he did. A little but bit he there. does. He says like a farmer would raise his own child. But what I don't understand is like how Ragnar got his position. Like he gave, he even gave Canute a childhood that Ragnar didn't have. Ragnar is like a top-ranking guy in the king's military. Well, that's what I think is that just like he. he I see. While I took. um, Why I didn't believe what he said when he said normal child, but in reality, I guess it very is literally a normal child. Normal for this time. Yeah, right. Is not normal. Yeah. Like if you raise him as a normal child, he'd be like all these other guys who are fighting and 
but he raised him as like a farmer's kid. Yeah, he raised him as somebody that doesn't have to deal with war and right. all that. Yeah. yeah. He and I think too he probably is just a high-ranking official that has you know, he probably had a lot of this king had a lot of respect for him, wanted him to just take care of his son. He'll oh, he'll suit him up well, but he probably didn't have any kids of his own. Was like, "Oh, shit, I could be a father." Like mm-hmm. realized it a couple years in, realized Canute was also a little, you know, I'm not going to say girly, but a little feminine little feminine slash you know soft very soft and he you know he got so caught up in his fake parent role that he just kept rolling with it yeah yep taught him how to make pies and stuff Mm -hmm. ragnar asks nothing softer than that asks i really have a tough time with asks you know yeah because you're saying ask like ask a lot ass Ask a lad, yeah. but then when you like when that second S in asks, it's just hard to get past. <laughs> but he, but alas, he we w- keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> this is a blast. He asked for forgiveness, but Canute knows that Ragnar knew him better than his own father ever did, and he didn't even want to be born into the royal family. And they embrace. And uh, but unfortunately, it was only just, just a dream. I was thinking about her, thinking about Egghead, thinking about us, <laughs> thinking about thinking what about the kitchen. kitchen. We were making pies, but it was only just, just a dream. Who's that by? I think Lil Yachty. No, do never. Never do that. That was a bad joke. Ja Rule, right? No. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Nelly. I'm pretty sure that's a oh, Nelly Oh, yeah, that is joint. a Nelly hit. Yeah. Um, God, that was a good one. That one was... There's a few songs that I remember uh, playing on the bus radio on my way to, like, freshman year of high school. It was that one. And... uh Charter or uh, like the school bus? Like the school bus. Okay. It was that one, just on a repeat, and uh, Apologize by One Republic featuring oh, Timbaland. My. They never stopped playing that on the <laughs> they radio. They did not. I mean, every morning you got on that school bus, 7.15 a.m., half asleep because you stayed up too late, and you could trust that Nelly and One Republic were going to get you to school on time. And you were always 10 feet off the ground listening <laughs> to that. Uh, Canute opens his eyes. Right next to Canute is Bjorn. Wait, before that, you got to yeah. mention this. Come on. He said, if I had been born as your son. Mm-hmm. While he's breaking down, you didn't mention that part. This is the part that really got me. He just wanted to be a normal kid. He just wanted to have his father, Ragnar, by his side. So you're making fun of him this whole time. I mean, it is very funny making fun of him. And I didn't find that. Like, You didn't like that one? He doesn't even he said, fit. Don't, he, he says, don't go. I love you. <laughs> he's dead, you know? No, he's no, got to go. says that to him. I know, he's dead. He's got to go, though. I Canute. know, but this is a sweet moment right here, Ronnie. I know. I, they embra- And then I sang, but it was only just a dream. What makes this sweeter? You Because you didn't mention that part. where Because I feel like that is the most important part of this whole discussion. He wanted to be his son. Important. Yes. Well, I'll tell you why later on, but. I mean, we knew that. We, we did. Knew. We didn't know it because you didn't say it, right? <laughs> oh, God, this guy's really uptight about his canute lines. 
God. Well, that's you... my, that was okay. You know what? That is my quote of the day. Yeah. That is officially my quote of the day. Here. If only I could have been your son. There you go. Here's the thing about like you do a pretty good job uh, in this situation where you've seen like season one, season two, um, and then obviously I only have episode at an episode uh, knowledge. Canute better be the coolest motherfucker in season two, Dude, or else you are just. I'm not even riding guy. with him that hard. I'm just saying this moment right here, because you, I have he needs redemption <laughs> as much even... as you shit on him, which it's all. I'll give you this. Yeah, it's all deserved because he deserves to get shit on. Thank but you. But this moment right here just shows that yes, is he kind of a soft little bitch sometimes? Right, sure. right. Sure, but. In this evil world, all he wanted was a poppy to play with and yeah. to cook pies with. Right. And now it's sad because Askeladd, your man, mm-hmm. ew, your guy that's such a nice guy, killed him and is an asshole. I just want to remind you, these Vikings are not good people, okay? I know. Yes, I know. Okay. Here, My whole point was like, I just didn't get so bent out of shape about that one line because I thought the show had already done a beautiful job telling me this that like yeah. oh Canute would have been much better off if him and Ragnar could have just had their own father son relationship away from all this right if they were just planting beans somewhere out in a field just yeah just on a soybean field yes that would have been beautiful so right next to Canute, if I got all the lines if we've covered all the lines now <laughs> is Bjorn absolutely manhandling some du- manhandling some yep. dudes I mean, he's still shroomed out. Yeah. The priest is still around, um, which is still disappointing, but he this is his best episode. Once again, I will respect when respect is due, but still seeing his face makes me kind of mad. Right, because he's, he's hot and you wish you were him. Keep he's going. scruffy, I guess, and as a fellow scruffian uh, that you are at the moment, you like that. Oh, you like that? You like that? <laughs> Uh, the priest asks Canute if he is all right. He says, those men are fighting for you. Winner takes all. Canute tells the priest about his dream with Ragnar. I would be terrified if I was Canute in this situation. Like, are they going to rape me? That's what I'd be thinking. Those men are fighting over you. Like, they, guys, what do, men always fight over women. Never, never crossed a mind. Uh, never crossed your mind? Never crossed my mind or Canute's mind. Okay. Well, that's if I was in his position to be like, shit, are they really like they want me to marry them? Like, why are they fighting for me? I'd be thinking that. Well, you're literally the prince that's in line, could be in line yeah. for the king. And you'd be thinking of and that. Then, and then I would think of that and be like, well, that's probably more likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says, in this world, there is no one who loves me anymore. This is Canute. The priest says, you're wrong. Is what Ragnar felt for you love? Uh, the priest goes on to say, I watched 62 innocent villagers be murdered to protect you. Mm. He says, love, what is it? We cut over that we're going to start doing a lot of cutting back and forth, so yeah. bear with me here. I mean, he's right. the priest is right right here. The priest did more to try to save those villagers than Ragnar did. Yeah. Do you remember? I mean, I do remember, but I don't know what point you you're trying to make. They're talking about love. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He, he He's saying that if he, watched, he loved, he would have cared about those innocent villagers and tried to save them. Not only just but over no, you. He's, well, he didn't say that he didn't feel love. I mean, the priest is kind of reaching out on a limb right now. 
What uh, he, he says he, here no, in a bit is, is, he is, is, he is, is but he's saying he discriminated against the sixty-two. Yes. Don't for get. Kinetic. I know you're excited. All right, we got to go back to Thorkel first. Then we'll talk about love okay. discrimination. Right. Okay. Calm down over there. I see you getting excited. Listen, and I'll say I'll tell you this: the prince, not the prince, the priest, is a little discriminate towards water. Yes. And is indulging yes. on other beverages. Um, still excited. You wouldn't. Thorkel's men are looting Askeladd's X Men, uh, as they're not superheroes. They're his X Men with yep. an E. You know. Um, as they say, these guys will never get to Valhalla. Yeah, they will. They died fighting. Yeah, remember when that time you were like, "Oh, pick up your sword!" Like stupid idiots. Okay. Someone got hurt. How do you? How many times have you died fighting in battle? Let me know. I'm just saying, like, you got to pick one. You don't get to tell the guy, "Hey, pick up your swords and fight me," and then, and then fight them, them and then be yeah. like, "You're not going to yeah, Valhalla." Right. What was that whole thing for? Just so you could try and get poked, so some of you right. guys could die. Because it works the same way. You should be saying, wow, you guys really did suck, but yeah. you're going to Valhalla because you, you died fighting. I mean, listen, if you're one of the guys who, we had this argument last episode where you're like, oh, pick up your sword. All right? If you tell me that I pick up my sword and die, and then you tell me that I'm not going to Valhalla, well, if you tell me to pick up my sword and I kill you, mm-hmm. you're not going either, buddy, because guess what? I know. I agree on that. The, you'll go up there for a second, and they're going to be like, hey, you're real stupid. <laughs> No, I completely agree. This Get I just wouldn't. Here. This just wouldn't be me right here. This would be you. Yeah. I'm. Uh, please don't do it. I'm not gonna pick up my sword. I promise. I'm not gonna attack you. And this, then they lop your head off, and you're like, "Wow, what an honorable death." No, this would go. this would be me. <laughs> Whoa, that guy Ronnie's so quick. He's what? running with the ear on the horizon. <laughs> Would to see me run to that rocket back or hey. boulder? <laughs> Him in the ear. Stole a horse, and they're already over the horizon. They're so quick. Uh, I I would talk about the year, but that would be spoiling a lot for the rest of the show. Okay. <laughs> are we never going to see the year again? Dude, it's it's big time. I can't say anything. The others are still watching the fight. Thorfinn actually manages to have a bloody dagger. Um, Thorkel says, good job, and that he doesn't have five men that would ch- be a challenge for Thorfinn. Now, like yeah, so he maybe has four. That's interesting. <laughs> no, no, that's what he's saying. He's saying maybe like a couple can challenge him, right? Or am I taking that? He's saying over? I don't have five men, so therefore, four, five or less would not be enough. You're going the wrong direction. Okay, hold on, I'm so confused right now. He says I don't have five men that would be a challenge for you. Okay, so he. No, he's saying like five out of his 400 men might be able to challenge him. Or no, he's saying four or less. Four or less (laughs) out of the... That's that's what he's he's saying. He's saying, if anything, he's saying six or more. I don't have... I do not have... All right, I'm hearing it. I do not have five men that could challenge you. Right. So if he doesn't have five men, if he had four men... He could have five men because you just take those four and then you add another one into it. No, he's saying out of all of my 400 soldiers, not even like my top ranking officials, the top five, not even five of them. (laughs) I'm so confused. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know, man. Fuck it. I mean, I see what you're you're saying that maybe maybe he's, maybe he's, like two or three would he's be eluding, able to put he's up alluding, a challenge. You're saying he's alluding to he has four guys that singly, single one on one, one on one could fight for could could maybe give him a challenge. Yes. Now I see what that, you're saying. Yeah, you were making it seem like there was a group of four <laughs> no, guys fighting no. him. No, because you could take it. Yeah, you could take it two ways. You could say right. he could not put a team of five guys together that could beat Thorfinn, or he's only got four guys that could maybe beat Thorfinn. Maybe even give him a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, glad we got to the bottom yeah. of that. That was tough. It's getting serious. So Thorkel rips off his winter coat, which seems impossible. Think about that. Oh, he does it like yeah. How, how do you just rip the hide of an animal in half like that? A winter coat? They're so thick. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's a black bear coat. It looks like it's literally brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the one who does not have the episode yeah. pulled up, but I know because I remember it's brown. Well, it's when you after you kill something, it always turns brown. Okay. All right. It's like meat. Chad's got bear fur as grass. Gotcha. Thorkel says, good job. Oh, wait, I already said that. Allowing Thorfinn to see that he's got the same armor he had on before. So Thorfinn, he's just going to go for his joints again. There you go. Thorkel does say that even though Thorfinn is strong, his swordsmanship is just average, and there's still something missing before he achieves perfection as a warrior. What do you think of all that? That's great details. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst podcast. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You cannot go. To anywhere else, <laughs> get get insight quite like that. Show me another Vinland Saga podcast yeah. that's providing deep insight like that. Uh, Give me some more details. <laughs> here's here's some more details for you. Oh God, Thorfinn says. If that's the case, why are you having a hard time with me? Thank thankful. F- Good God, I can't talk. Thankfully for us, Thorkel has some more details about right. why this is the case. Well, th- also, we just got to talk about how Thorfinn is a tremendous trash talker. I mean, he, he always has a comeback. He does. And while I would never be this kind of trash talker, because it'd be like, oh, wow, karma's going to bite me in the ass. We haven't really seen it bite Thorfinn in the ass. No, I, he's so confident and so skilled that it, he doesn't have karma like that. But here's the thing about Thorfinn too that we were like, oh, he's a survivalist. He, you know, he's very badass. He keeps getting out of these situations. Askeladd could have killed him multiple times. Oh yeah, now. yeah. I mean, he's beat him every time they've dueled. And we forget that sometimes. I feel yeah. like because we're just like, oh, Thorfinn's always around. He's always kicking everyone else's butt. But. Like Askeladd could could have killed him by now if he wanted well, to. I mean, we saw Askeladd fight Thor's. He literally could put up somewhat of a challenge for right. Thor's. So, um, did I say Thorkel's? Lo- no, I was getting ready to. 
His details are, he admits that this is true, that Thorfinn's given him a run for his money, but he thought perhaps he could learn from uh, Thorfinn since he is Thor's child. And he asked Thorfinn what it means to be a true warrior, which breaks Thorfinn. I mean, that just... Yeah, I mean, that... That's something he barely ever thinks about. So whenever he hears that, that's just got to bring back yep. some dying words. He gets visions of Thor's, and then we cut back to Canute. He what did asked, you think about Thorkell asking that question? I love the details. <laughs> I love just like the callback, you know? No, but I mean, that's uh, that's just so intriguing that someone like Thorkell would even ask that question. Right. Well, it just shows like these guys came from the same place. Right. You know, like they. Like he's heard him say that. That's what he's implying here. Oh, uh, really? Seem, that's you what think it seems so? Like. That's what it seems like. He's saying, that being like, so what is it? What does it mean to be a true warrior? Thorfinn's thinking, oh, that's exactly what he told me. Yeah. Okay. I like that idea. I mean, I guess I kind of took it as it's more of like a Viking or Yom's Viking thing where they. It's ingrained mm-hmm. into them, and that might be like one of the things that Thor's took well, yeah. away from it. I mean, it could be either way because he's but fought it could just... side side by side with him. We've seen him at the beginning of the show fighting with him. So right. Um, because I mean that if it is what you're saying, and it's more of a direct Thor's thing, that I got to give more credit to Thorkell than I would have thought because yeah, it's just in, Thorkell is just he always seems very simple, but then he throws in every now and then stuff to. Make it more complicated. He throws in a few details every now and then. So Knut asked, um, or he says to the priest, so you're saying Ragnar didn't love me? And the priest goes, that's right. And then Knut asks, then who can truly embody what love is? The priest says he's right there as he points to a dead body. He says mm-hmm. he, he can no longer fight or steal. He's going to give his body with generosity to the beast and the insects. He lies exposed to the wind and rain, but won't complain a bit. Death perfects a person. Yeah, so this is one of those things where living in this time period, I can see where he comes to this conclusion. Yeah. 100%. Because everything is so full of just... And he's boozed up so much that he is crafted. Because I won't lie, this is so eloquently put. Very eloquent. That it... It made me think about something I've never thought about before. All the details. All the details. And so it's like, damn, if I was back in this time and I just drank enough wine, right. I feel like I would have came to this too. Because it's the kind of thing where you can get lost in it for a second. Like when we're getting ready to get to it, he's getting ready to go on this whole spiel. And I'm like, oh my God, he's kind of spitting fire right now. You get lost in it. But if you went up and said, like, well... Love is just discrimination. People would go, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> they would. We go back to Thorfinn, who is shocked to hear this question. Thorkell says, don't worry. I wasn't expecting you to know. And this makes Thorfinn even more mad. Then we're cut back. Canute, who is the <laughs> dumbest person ever, says, so are you saying that death is the embodiment of love? What are you listening, Canute? Come on, yeah, man. but I mean, come on, think about it. When somebody tells you that, it kind of sounds insane. It does, but it's still what he's saying. <clears throat> he should have just asked this question. Then, what is the feeling when parents care for their children? A husband and wife care for each other. The priest says discrimination. Oh, 
And he's mentioned this word before. Remember a few episodes ago? Yep. Um, he talked about discrimination. Who was it to? The two brothers that yeah, yeah. now the, are dead the, or whatever. <laughs> the only two brothers that yeah. we ever met, and then we learned their names. He says, it's no different from fawning over a king while hitting a slave with a whip. To Ragnar, you are more important than anyone else. And Knut says he understands. He says, I feel like the fog has lifted. <laughs> this was all it took. Yeah. <laughs> this was Dude, all it took. I, so, uh, this is, the awakening of Knut happens so quick, but it makes so much sense to me. If that, <clears throat> I mean, if it that does make up. sense, because we are dealing with, like the priest said, so many lives. And if you if you're someone like Canute who watches all this violence and yeah you don't say anything because you're kind of a coward but someone just like puts it to you in the sense of like cuz Canute whether he knows it or not is entitled because he th- sees all this stuff and while it might not make him comfortable he kind of just goes along with it but for the priest to be like yeah all those people died just because people care more about you than they do them, mm-hmm. even though Canute's like not making any orders or deciding. Any right, of that. he's not doing anything. He's just going along for the ride. Yeah, it's wild that you almost sometimes you just need a drunk priest to to tell you something yes. for you to really drill it. Put in it head. on a pillow. Yep, sometimes you, you just need a drunk priest. Yep. But our pillows are always famously longer than that, so we'd add some more details yeah. on the back. <clears throat> a drunk priest in the a blizzard snow. Thorfinn attacks again and then dodges. He's getting shallow cuts on Thorkel here and there, just not enough. We cut back. Canute picks up a snowball. He says, this is love, right? The sun, the sky, the fog, the mountains, this microphone I'm speaking in. The priest mm-hmm. says, yes. My cock. Whoa. Why did you have to sorry. go take a beautiful thing? I'm sorry. That was unnecessary. To your genitalia. Why? You, you said microphone, and then I thought of other long things. Okay. Other things that have been in near your mouth? The priest says yes. Knut says the creation of the world is so beautiful, but is there no love in the hearts of man? It doesn't seem like it. Mm, and these men, at least. Doesn't, yeah, bad timing. The priest says... They are the reason we turned into. Uh, they say the reason we turned into creatures like this is because our ancestors ancestors disobeyed God. This is punishment. So punishment of the sins. Who was it that says this? Canute or the priest? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Whoa. Give Canute like thirty more seconds to be as like whimsical as that. Okay. He's right. not quite ready. The fog is still lifting. It started to lift, but it's not completely... Okay, hold on. This is... I forgot about this scene right now. I'm I'm here right now. This it's, is the scene. What do you mean you forgot about this scene? No, this... It says, because our ancestors disobeyed God. Okay. But while it's saying that, we have Thorkel's men tying up uh, Askeladd's X-Men... Hanging them, oh, okay. their dead bodies, yeah, 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 and shooting arrows at them for right. target practice. Yeah, what? Why are they doing this? That seems a little bit extra. They just took them to Valhalla, well, killed them all fighting. They or did they? Yeah, but like, why are they doing? That just seems like so. They just oh, let's go to Valhalla, and then now they're doing that. It's like, come on. Well, but, there's still so much going on. Yeah. Trust me. There's like a fight. How, you could be how are you not watching Thorfinn versus Thorkel? <sighs> 
Idiots. Thorkell kicks a bunch of snow up with his axe, kicking, th- and then he kicks Thorfinn out of the ring. Uh, Thorfinn goes crashing into trees. Some men think he must be dead, as Askeladd says that he's lost all hope now. Bjorn punches another guy's skull into a tree. Mm-hmm. Absolutely very violent. So go. If, uh, I'll give a time code to the audience. 1633, Canute crying. That's what I look like when I cry. Okay. He only has whites in his eyes and also knives sticking out of his back. This is, you know, it's just scary to see Bjorn like this. I haven't seen him like this in a while. Um, this is how he looked when I didn't like him, when he wasn't my favorite I know. character. His hair like that is just, it makes him look like a rabid uh, bear. Right. Yeah. The priest says it looks like the fight is over, and this is... Uh, And this is no good. That man has gone insane. He tells Canute he better run away like Ronnie in the ear. But Canute yep. asks if someone or if anyone is sane in this world. The the ear is already in uh, Gainsborough or wherever mm-hmm. they're headed. Now Canute is very... I was worried for a second. This is one of those cases where he's so negative that it becomes th- positive. Did you think that he was just going to suicide almost right here? I mean, or self-destruct, maybe not just straight-up suicide, because I think he's too much of a coward to do that, but um, self-destruct. Okay. Uh, now, Canute is very negative right now, which I just said that. Mm-hmm. He says, no love, everyone sucks, why is it worth fighting? He didn't I'm... use the term sucks, but yeah, he does say that. I mean, basically though, right? Right. Did I get it pretty much right? Mm-hmm. Why is it worth fighting? I'm tired of it. Then Bjorn walks up. Canute says maybe not even out loud I think it's like an inner monologue thing he says what we lost in exchange for wisdom the most important thing it's something that we'll never get back as long as we live we'll never attain it yet even then you still tell us to see it father in heaven and Bjorn right now looks as big as Thorkell I don't know if they were just doing that for dramatic effect but he looks ginormous yeah or if he grows when he has the berserk <laughs> yeah if he grows when he eats the mushroom um, it's like a Mario mushroom Canute walks up to Bjorn who backs away frightened he gives him a look and he backs away frightened yeah I don't know what's up with that I don't see... Well, I'll explain it in a second. Keep going. I think this... I know what's up. He says, Miserable warrior, you are the farthest from love. You have been expelled from paradise. Isn't there any way to end the suffering from your punishment other than death? Are you saying that we only exist so that we may be tested and endure? Father in heaven, this man's soul cannot be saved through the trials you set for him. So it's kind of like... One second he's talking to Bjorn, and then he's mainly he's talking to his God. You know, he's talking yeah. to this religion that he's been following for however long now. And then, um, Canute grabs him, making Bjorn just immediately calm down. The priest drops his booze as Canute yep. hugs grabs, him, grabs him by the face, and he just stops. So here's here's what I think happens here. Maybe that's what I was trying to say. Face. Yeah, he holds him by the face very softly. In a eloquent manner. Delicate. Delicate, eloquent. What I think happens, though, is that the reason Bjorn gets a little scared and backs off mm-hmm. is because the mushroom is wearing wearing off. This is perfect timing. The mushroom is wearing off. Right. He's never seen Canute not look like a giant pussy 
So as soon as he sees Canute with like a serious look in his eyes, it scares the shit out of him. <laughs> That's what I, I think happens. Yeah, I mean, I could buy that for yeah. sure. Canute uh, hugs Bjorn and says, Father, I no longer seek your salvation. We as a people will create our own paradise. I mean, he just knocked the berserk right out of Bjorn long enough for Atlee to run up, stab Bjorn. Oh, that or Atlee. cock. He asked if the prince is okay. Hey, read the broom that is yeah. a snowy field, dude. Canute says, you fools, will you stop? And This is what the priest has been looking for this entire time. Something like this. And, and he just saw this before his eyes. As if I needed another reason to disrespect the priest. We get his name. Did you see his name? Uh, let me see here. I don't know. I've got it. What is it? Willy Bald. <laughs> Willy Bald. Willy Bald the priest. Hey, good old Billy Bob. Go get your brother Willy Bob over there. Canute starts making orders. Now this, you know, I told you I'll keep it real when I got to keep it real. This was badass. If this is the Canute that we get from now on, yes, it was a very quick turn. Do I buy the turn? Sure. I want this Canute. So is this where you said he's crazy, though? This whole moment right here? Well, just as quickly as he just... Mainly the crazy part was when uh, the priest said like a couple sentences and then he goes, the fog has lifted. Anytime someone says the fog has lifted, I go, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. No, I I was thinking the same thing. The reason it makes no sense too is he's been, like you said, he has been in his own head Mm -hmm. praying and doing all this the entire time. So he's probably thought about a lot of this, right. and once somebody finally just put it into understandable vocabulary, it was it was the switch you need. Well, and obviously, too, Ragnar just dying. Yeah. That had to happen. And another, if you want me to be poetic about it, that's why he didn't open his eyes for like two and a half episodes. It's because the fog was so dense. It's like everyone does this. Don't lie and say that you don't do this. Say you wake up in the middle of the night, you're going to grab something, you're going to grab like your phone charger, but you sleep in a dark room, right? Do I respect you? Do you sleep in a dark room? Of course I do. Okay. Is it not, do you not find it easier to just close your eyes instead of having them Mm -hmm. open in a dark area? Mm -hmm. I do that all the time. If I'm trying to find my way to the bathroom, don't have my eyes open so I can see just 1%. I want them fully closed. Because it enhances all what my other said, senses. What you said, you're saying is Canute needed his eyes closed to fully see. The yes, truth. exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. Thank God, you for beautiful stuff, man. Saying that, you should be my ninth grade lit teacher. Canute starts making orders. Says he's planning to speak with Thorkell because they won't be able to transport the wounded unless we borrow their sleds. Now Bjorn says, "Oh my God, you're talking nonsense." He says, "If Canute is captured by Thorkell." There will have been no meaning to any of this. And this is also where Canute's a little bit crazy, but mm-hmm. I get his point. He goes, he's meaning. <laughs> there already is no meaning to this battle. He says, warriors, become my vassals. I shall teach you about when you must fight and against whom. I shall give meaning to your battles, to your life and death. That's what the duty of a king is. Dude, if somebody said this to me while I'm at battle and I just, I'm literally coming off a mushroom trip. Yeah. I'm going all That's in the for key. this guy. Yes. That is the key. You're coming off a mushroom trip because part of this, if you look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. If you look at this guy and you're a grizzled 
warrior veteran. Yeah. And he comes up and goes, I shall teach you about when you must fight and against whom. I shall give meaning to your battles, to your life and death. You go, who the fuck yeah. does this? I literally saw you wetting your britches last yeah. episode. Who does this stone-skipping son of a bitch think he is? And that's how I would say it, too. I would be in the show, but I would say last episode. Right. So I like this confident Canute, but I don't know <laughs> I don't know how this is going to play. But you are right, though. This is, I mean, this is a crazy person. Like, yeah. Like, it is a very confident Canute. He's got the look in his eyes that he is serious and that he has seen something. Right. But it's a little crazy. Over time, I think he can get people to buy in. But what I know about Thorkel's character, Thor, the only person I've seen Thorkel respect so far is Thorfinn, because obviously Thorfinn is actually, like, helping or putting up a fight. He's Thor's son. And Askeladd, just because he saw how Askeladd treated his men, what he did with him, all that stuff. Canute's got none of that. So you can't right. just have Canute go up to Thorkel, start you know, barking orders and caring for people yeah. and how, how to get them uh, to safety using their sleds. Yeah, what if Canute just came up and was like, hey, big guy, right? get over there. Now, Thorkel might let a certain amount of it slide just because he's got plans for Canute too. He's a important piece. But yeah, very interested to see how this goes down. Oh, yeah. I but, mean... I'll, I'll yeah I'll say so far that's that's definitely my favorite episode. Had a lot of fun with that one. That's a good one for sure. We're in a good uh, good spot. You have not led me astray. Come back next week for more. If you're listening on the free feed, hop on over to the Patreon. Get a few more episodes right away for five bucks a month as long or as well as our learn a little something episodes where we just chat. We have a good time. We do it. Um, we're always doing something real. Well, we don't do it, but we're chatting. Yeah, we have not done it a single time yet. Nope. But sometimes we run out of ideas and nothing's off the table. So That's right. Go check it out. Who knows what we do in the coming weeks. Uh, I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.